Welcome to the Pre-Vet Pausecast. I'm Alex Avellino, your tour guide on the journey to becoming a veterinarian. Listen along as we provide you with tips, tricks, and tales on applying to veterinary school. Welcome back to season four of the Pre-Vet Pausecast, Binging the Application. I'm Alex Avellino, and today's episode features an advising session with a transfer student who wants to find out if they're checking all the boxes. We chat about GPA, opportunities for leadership, and should they go for a minor? You'll notice names are removed to ensure confidentiality. I want to thank this student for allowing us to record this advising session to help listeners at home think through their experiences and opportunities for growth. So essentially, um, I had like a lot of things written down. I just want to, I'm a first year animal sciences major. I'm on the pre-vet track, of course. Um, and I just want to make sure that I'm doing everything, um, that I'm a competitive applicant, you know? Okay. Um, and I just want to see if like I have my boxes checked or if I should be doing more. Okay. So usually when students are checking to see if they're competitive, I usually just kind of go down the list of boxes and ask you where you're at and we can go through them if that works for you. Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. Okay. So what year are you? I'm first year, but um, I am technically a uh, freshman junior by credits because I graduated my AA. (laughs) Interesting. Okay. Are you planning (laughs) on graduating in two years or are you going to take the four years or three years? What's your plan? I'm slated to graduate on the summer of 2022. Okay. So (laughs) yeah. All right. So if you are planning to graduate in the summer of 2022, then you know that you're, if you want to be a traditional student, then you're applying to vet school this summer. Um, I'm actually going to take that um, little bit of like the gap year. So I'll apply after I, so I'll have that little more time for like experience and stuff like that, I guess. Okay. So let's go through the general list and then we'll see where you're at. And then we'll talk about specifically, Hey, these are things you want to complete while you're at UF before you graduate, because once you graduate, some of the experiences are going to be harder to come by as a, as an adult graduated student. Of course. Do you know what your GPAs are? If you transferred with a bunch of credits, like, do you know your overall, do you know your science and your last 45 GPAs? Okay, what I do know right now, um, since last semester was my first semester at UF. So my UF GPA is a 275. Um, I got my AA at Miami Dade College and my GPA there was a 3.800. Um, so I don't know how that kind of works out. It's definitely above a 3.7 though, combined. Um, my sciences, I would, yeah, cause my 3.8 and my 3.75 right now. So it'll probably be around that range. Oh, you said 3.75. You said 2.75 for UF. And I was like, oh, uh, I don't think so. No, no, 3.75. No, no, no. I, oh, I don't God. I was like, wow, we really took a turn here. Okay. <laughs> okay. We can work with this. All right. <laughs> so GPA wise, we are not worried. You're going to get reviewed. So you're currently checking that box. Wonderful. <laughs> okay. And you know that you can apply with three courses in progress but if you're planning to apply after you graduate then all of your prereqs you want to finish at uf of course course. don't wait and take them anywhere else okay Mm -hmm. all right so now let's talk about in no we'll go in order of what i think is most important let's talk veterinary experience how many clinics have you either been paid at or shadowed slash volunteered 
Um, so during high school, I was a volunteer at an emergency animal hospital for a year, and then I then got my internship. So I was an intern for a year. And um, currently, I actually have a research position at UF. I'm in one of the um, one of the muscular dystrophy labs at the vet school. Okay. Now your internship, was that at the same emergency clinic or someplace else? I'm the same emergency clinic. Okay. So then so far, you have one veterinary experience. Your research experience only counts as research. Okay. So yay, you have checked a, the research box, which is very important. For veterinary experience between now and when you apply in the summer of 2022, if that's when you choose to apply, I would love for you to have at least one more veterinary experience. Okay. Was your internship paid? No. Okay. So it sounds like you did get a lot of great hands-on experience there. Hopefully someone from that clinic, you're keeping in touch with them so you can get them to write you a strong letter of recommendation. Mm -hmm. I recommend every time you go back to that area, wherever it is, you still kind of drop in and volunteer or shadow, whatever you can do. So veterinary experience now is going to be super helpful. What kind of vet do you think you want to be? I definitely want to go into surgery. Um, I don't know if it was domestic, small, and I'm not sure about that yet. Okay. So if you plan on writing an essay that says, I hope to be a veterinary surgeon, then I would want you to eventually be, did your internship allow you to scrub in on surgeries? Um, yeah, definitely. I've actually, the probably the pinnacle of it was I actually assisted in non-sterile surgery. Okay. Fantastic. So you kind of have the opportunity to now write these essays because of that experience. So let's say at least one more veterinarian. It would be awesome if you can get some large animal veterinary experience. We try to recommend that to students. So if you are an animal sciences major, you might have some access to more horses than you know folks who don't have an animal sciences degree, um, which will give you all the husbandry techniques. And then you can be telling equine veterinarians, I know how to work with horses. If you can only get small animal veterinary experience, that's not a deal breaker, but it would be great to see some variety in the veterinary experience. And we do love paid vet experience. Yep. Okay. So, so I had, oh, so sorry. Go ahead. Um, so I had a question because I was talking to some other advisor and um, she was saying that it doesn't look too good to like put all your eggs in one basket, like to only have clinic experience, that it looks good to also be doing things like, um, I know, at animal sciences, um, he kind of takes care of the sheep and cattle and stuff like that. So that's not technically veterinary, but that's animal experience. Does it look better to have clinical or? Always better to have veterinary experience. Okay, okay. So animal husbandry experience is fine. I am never excited about it because if you have great veterinary experience, that means you have great animal experiences. Unless you told me I am dying to work with horses and if you can't get with an equine veterinarian, then it makes sense to at least get some equine husbandry experience. Or if you tell me, I really want to be an aquatic animal veterinarian, but you can't find an aquatic animal vet, working in an um, you know, like a huge aquarium where you get to monitor the animals or do research or do client education, like you know, folks who come through the door, public education, that makes sense. But going to work with sheep just for the sake of working with sheep versus working with a vet does not make sense to me. Okay. 
Um, I actually am looking into a position because I know I'm in the Alpha Zeta, the Honor Society for my college. I was hoping that looked good and everything like that. Um, and uh, my big, she actually was offering me a position at the dairy unit. Um, so that's not necessarily veterinary, but it is large animal. Should I look more for clinic or would that be good too for the diversity sort of thing? So veterinary veterinarians working with food animals will be better. However, if you have an opportunity that just falls into your lap to go work at the dairy, you might find connections through doing that. But if you told me I could work at the dairy or I could go work with a vet, I have two equal opportunities. I'm going to tell you to go work with a veterinarian. Okay. Gotcha. If everything else is just in your lap right now. Like, sure. You could go ahead and do that for a little bit and get exposed to it. That's not a bad thing, but it's always going to look better to have more veterinary experience. Cause that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to become a vet. So you could go and try it get exposed to it, make some connections. But if something comes along that's a veterinarian, I would choose that one. Okay, and um, over the summer, I'm hoping to be taking the um, class. It's, um, I think, 4231. Anyways, it's the animal, the horse grooming and practicum management yeah. one. Um, so that one's four days a week. Is that just count as a class or? Animal experience, and then you get to check academic credit animal experience academic okay great mm -hmm. yep so that's that will look great because at least you put your hands on the animals yeah of and course hopefully it will lead to a veterinary opportunity okay perfect okay let's talk extracurriculars so you're in alpha zeta mm -hmm. and are you hoping to get do you what clubs are you in um i'm also in the swim team the rec team at cool. uf mm -hmm. great. okay um i have a job as well as my research too so what job do you have? I work at Olive Garden, so it's not really. Yes, that's important. It's customer service. That's okay, huge. cool. That's huge. Okay, so let's go through. So, so far you have checked the veterinary experience box with your emergency experience. You have checked research experience. You've checked employment, which would be your Olive Garden. You've checked extracurriculars. So I like, I like anytime a student is involved in sports because that's teamwork, that's leadership, it's camaraderie. There's a lot of good stuff going on there. Alpha Zeta is great. What do you plan on getting an exec board position eventually? I am not sure about that. What is it definitely incredibly recommended? Cause I don't love that kind of stuff, but if it would look like, if it would definitely differentiate me. I think that if you can speak in an essay or an interview about leadership experiences you've held, whether that is through another club or another experience, or you can say, you know, as I moved up, like in my internship, at the veterinary clinic, I was a leader. I helped train others. If you can talk about leadership experiences you've had, you do not have to find it in an exec board position. It is quite obvious on an application when a student has it right in your face, you know, president, treasurer, historian, it's not required. Okay, okay. Definitely incredibly recommended, gotcha. <laughs> it's helpful. You, you have to have some form of leadership experience, whatever that looks like to you. So how do you feel about being a TA? I was actually looking into that. Um, the My big in Alpha Zeta is actually my TA for my animal sciences class. So I mean, TA is a form of leadership and it's another, a whole nother experience you can add to your application. I love when students are TAs. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> okay, let's talk about volunteer work that has nothing to do with animals. So essentially volunteering with humans or the environment. Do we have anything like that in college. 
In UF right now, no. How about when you were getting your AA? Um, back in high school, I had, um, I joined like a couple of clubs, like they weren't super serious things. Like I was gaming club. Um, I did some cleanups with some other clubs in my school, but nothing like they were events. It wasn't like an ongoing sort of thing. So if it, let's say it was multiple events within one club. So let's say you were in national honor society and you, so mm-hmm. historically, I don't recommend students put high school stuff on their application, but because you were getting your AA while in high school, if I understand that correctly, yes, you should include those experiences because otherwise you're not going to have that much to show because you you don't have that much time at the university level so it's appropriate for you because you were balancing high school activities with college courses to include some of that so let's say you were in national honor society and you guys were required to do you know 100 hours of volunteering you would put that under the volunteer section such and such high school national honor society philanthropy wing, whatever you want to say. And then you put 100 hours and in the details, you could say, these are the events we participated in. Okay. okay. You would have to list each event individually. So let's say that that isn't applicable. Then I would encourage you to get involved in some kind of an organization because it's important to give back to the community. We'd love to see it. It's a, it's a section of the application. So if your goal is to check every box, that is a box that still needs to be checked. Okay, definitely. Um, and I don't want to dip too heavily. Of course, you're not going to want to put too much from high school. Who's like, so have you not done anything now? Um, but leadership wise, it sounds silly because I was the secretary of gaming club. But what I did then was, um, I, I mean, I organized all the field trips and stuff like that. Would that be relevant or should I not even touch that? Because it's so unrelated and old. <laughs> unrelated is not a bad thing. It's okay that it's unrelated. Old, I mean, is it more than, by the time you apply, will it be more than four or five years old? I mean, it was last year. It was my senior year in high school. So it's not that old. It's not that old. Um, you know, <laughs> a gaming club does sound a little like cock your ear. What? What is that? But I think <laughs> if you have amazing other stuff on your application and you don't need to list it, then I don't think you have to. However, if it did take up a big part of your time while you were taking college courses while in high school, I think you could list it on there. Okay. 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 So those are all the six. Oh, well, and then animal experience. So you have, you had experience with animals that the vet wasn't present? Um, Before I was at the actual vet, I did a lot of um, rescues and stuff like that. Okay. So you can list all that under animal experience, because there is a section for that. When you take the horse grooming class, you'll also list that. And if you decide to go work at the dairy, you'll list that as well. So if you do all these things, you have checked every box. Then your next step would be, okay, now that I've checked these boxes, where can I add even more, like, like a robust portfolio to each section? But I think specifically the biggest place for that for you right now is veterinary experience and potentially the extracurriculars, like if you want to add TAing on there, that would be a good one. Okay, great. Okay, cool. What other questions do you have? So I was speaking to uh, my advisor as well. I pretty much got an answer, but she said, I'm not 100% sure, still ask um, Alex. So I am in Orgo 2 right now. Um, and for a minor in chemistry, there's like 11 classes you need to take. And since I'm already at Orgo too, I think it's like two more classes I need to take. She said not to touch it if it's gonna touch my GPA. 
And so no mine, because I'm pretty sure that I'm not going to get A's in both physical chemistry and inorganic. So it's going to bring it, even if I got B, it's still going to bring my GPA down. So I shouldn't touch it. I mean, we don't care about minors. It's just, a, you know, another line on your diploma. We're not pumped about it. However, if you were like, I am really passionate about chemistry. I want to write essays about how chemistry is so important to veterinary medicine. Then I would say, okay, go for it. But I agree, like you don't want to mess up your GPA. Now you have a high GPA. So a couple of Bs probably isn't going to tank it. They will be in your last 45 GPA though, which could affect it just a little bit, but not a huge deal. Maybe you want to save Bs for other classes you haven't taken yet. So like, do you really want to add more to your plate before you've taken other prereqs? Um, if you were in the scenario of, I already have a chemistry minor, does the vet school care about it? I would say not really, but if you want to write about it in your essays, you can. So okay. in general, if you think it's going to mess with your GPA and it's a lot of work and like, we really don't care if you have a minor in chemistry or not. So no, it's not. If you don't want to do it and mess with your GPA, you do not have to. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Perfect. Um, I definitely am not super pumped about chemistry, <laughs> but I would have taken it on if it was significant. Cause I know some schools like seeing all that kind of stuff, but definitely it's just very experience heavy. So looking at the other vet experience and leadership opportunities. Right, yep. Okay, um, I, I just wanted to make sure that, because <laughs> everybody I know, it's like, they're like, oh, you're gonna do so good. It's like, yeah, but every single other person is also doing work too, and they're also doing this. So I just right. wanted to be told like straight up. You know, the thing about that is you might be a super competitive applicant, and then it still could not work out the first time. It could be essays, it could be letters of rec, it could be the folks who get your application just aren't vibing with it. It could be that the year you apply, the applicant pool is crazy competitive. So yeah, if you do all these things on paper, technically competitive student competing with 2000 other competitive students. So you are doing everything you can at this point and you'll just have to see how it all shakes out. Okay. I also wanted to ask, um, this isn't super related to veterinary stuff, but regarding recommendation letters. So, um, of course I had a manager when I was an intern at the vet, um, at my, at my vet clinic. Um, and she did write me a recommendation letter to apply to like college and stuff like that. So she wrote it when I was in my junior year. Um, how long would I be able to use that for generally? You can't even use it. It has to be a complete new letter. So for Vemcast, you type in you ask, like, let's say you were going to ask me for a letter. You're going to be like, Alex, will you write me a letter? I'll say, sure. You type in my email address to Vemcast. They send me a form about you that I have to fill out. And then I have to upload a completely new letter. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Now the relationship you've had with that person still needs to be recent and relevant. So hopefully you're still in contact with them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would also say if you've been at Olive Garden for a while and you're still going to be at Olive Garden, like your manager <laughs> could write you a letter too, because they would be able to talk about customer service, work ethic, all of those good things. So keep all these humans in mind. Yeah, I'm definitely also Alpha Zeta is so fantastic for networking, which is the biggest thing. Uh, my sponsor is so I'm like just trying to kind of solidify all of that kind of stuff too. Yeah, perfect. Okay. All right. I think that's it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You are welcome. Let us know if you need anything else. Okay. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.